Hello, welcome to another episode. We are going to share effective strategies to solve sibling conflict. Yes, our children sibling conflict peacefully. So if you have more than one child and you want them to play peacefully, to relate to one another peacefully, you want to have a peaceful home environment. Maybe not 100% of the time, but most of the time. And instead, they, they're constantly bickering at each other. They are constantly seeking each other to fight, to throw things at each other. And then you fear that if they're going to, as they grow older, they're going to grow apart. They're not going to like each other. They're going to end up hating each other. This podcast episode is for you because I'm going to share with you six things that I do as a peaceful parent with my twins. Yes, I'm a mom of multiples as well. And that's some things that I work with our clients in HIC parenting coaching to solve their own challenges with sibling conflict peacefully. But before we go there, if you are new to us, hello, my name is Marcela Collier. I'm the head coach and founder of HIC Parenting Education Agency. Our mission is to help you and guide you, personally guide you, with the help of our HIC coaches towards healing your and your child's reactivity so you can create a peaceful home environment for years to come. And I want to share with you a testimonial of one of our coaching clients. Her name is Jalisa, and this is what she's experiencing in terms of the sibling dynamic since she's been applying our parenting with understanding methodology, which is why we work with our clients in our 14-week group coaching program. Since we enrolled in HIC Parenting, we've been working on solving conflict peacefully. This morning, I left the room and a, and a conflict occurred that would have normally ended in tears. As I listened for the, from the other room, they both were able to keep their cool and and work it out on their own. It's so encouraging to see such a big improvement. And that's Jalisa after she's been working with HIC Parenting Coaching for a while. And if you are in that position of education and information from your podcast and other resources is great, but I need that personalized guidance, then I encourage you to join me today. I'm going to be doing a live Q&A in Zoom. I'm going to choose some of you and I'm going to guide you personally towards your solution. So to sign up for this free session, all you have to do is open the description of this podcast episode or if you are watching us on YouTube, then you could open the description of the, of the video and the link is there to sign up for free, or you can see it on the link in our, in our bio at Heimpact Club. Okay, so let's talk about those six effective parenting strategies to solve sibling conflict peacefully in our home. 
I'm Rachel. And I'm Marcela. And you're listening to the Parenting with Understanding podcast. We are parenting coaches who have helped millions of parents like you all over the world go from feeling isolated and hopeless, unable to break the cycle of permissive or punitive parenting, to feeling confident in parenthood and connected to their children's needs. Let's talk about those six strategies. Number one, understanding the root of the conflict. Because usually what we see is not what it seems to be. You may see one of your children hitting the other, and that doesn't mean that that's the conflict itself, the child, one child hitting the other. Let me tell you an example. My, I saw one of my twins, he threw one of his flip-flops to the other and i was like where where did that happen because there is no chancla culture in this home there is something here well if i would have stayed just with what i saw one of them throwing the chancla at the other one i would have been really unjust in my approach to their sibling conflict because what was really happening was that the one who threw the chancla he was trying to do his piano practice and the other one kept unplugging the cord and he like the other one kept turning the piano off and then he couldn't hold it any longer. He felt really frustrated and he threw the chancla to his brother out of pure frustration. So just imagine if I would address that situation just with what I saw. That's why it's very important to address sibling conflict from the root. Meaning to, I know, I know that we may have that rushed energy to fix it right now, to what, like you don't hit your brother and this is what's going to happen. Like the, from the way that we were raised, there is a rushed energy to, what don't to punish to be honest, to punish our kid, the kid that, that we saw doing the quote-unquote misbehavior. So what happens? What about if I would have just focused on the thing that I saw? I would have missed the whole picture. So yes, safety is important. And then yes, we talked about, okay, this is not how we solve conflict. But right after that, we move into what happened. And then when we moved into what happened, me trying to find like to find report on the whole picture, that's how I knew that that was a desperate measure to say, hey, respect my high boundary. This this is really triggering for me. I'm trying to practice my, my piano and you keep unplugging my piano. So what about if our children are very escalated, if there, there are a lot of emotions? There is something that I walk through with our coaching clients in HIC Parenting Education, and is the regulation ladder. So there are four behavior levels, meaning that before children get to that point of acting out behavior, there are other early signs. There is anxiety, there is defensiveness, and then my child at that point when he was throwing the chancla at the other one, he was at that at that time in the peak of that behavior ladder. He was at the peak of behavior. 
And one thing that I work with our clients is that we cannot go into teaching, we cannot go into problem solving if our children are that escalated. So that's the second thing that I did. Let's take a moment. Let's take a moment. We're going to calm down. We're going to cool down because teaching, because collaborative discipline cannot happen if everybody's escalated, especially, and more importantly, if I am escalated as a parent. We work with so many parents who get triggered themselves when they see one of the siblings hitting the other one especially if the heater child is the older child or if the heater child is the boy hitting the girl. Some, there is something about that, about the age difference and about the gender that it just triggers a, a very special and tender core for many parents. So if you are escalated, it is, it's important to work on regulation not of yourself, not just of yourself, but of helping your children calm down, regulate. Maybe they, everybody needs a little break. I'm not talking sending them to timeout to have them be alone with all their feelings, but there might need to be a have a break from that environment where the triggering object, which is the piano, is still there. So that's what we did. We went to their bedroom and then we work on calm down strategies. And then once they started coming down, number three, I worked on promoting empathy. So let's review the, the last three. Number one, understanding the root of the conflict is not usually what you see at first. Number two, working on calm down strategies before working on to solving any kind of conflict. And number three, promoting empathy once they start to calm down. So promoting empathy might mean some things like, what do you need? I wanted to play in the piano as well. Okay, and okay, let's think about your, your brother's experience. Do you think that he knew you wanted to share the piano by you plugging off the piano and then accessing their critical thinking? Because they are at that point that they can't access that critical thinking because they're not escalated anymore. So it's about helping them see each other's side. And one thing that I want to say is when it comes to my twins' age, they are seven years old, or any child under 12, they're not able to fully have empathy for older, which is the, the very high level skill of being able of putting myself into somebody else's shoes and feel what they feel and think what they think. So we are not going to expect that they're going to fully feel what the other one feels, but at least we allow them to see each one side of the story and how what they were doing might not be the best to get what they were looking to get. In my son's case, he kept unplugging the piano because that was his way of saying, hey, it's not your turn anymore. Now I want to turn. But that was a very ineffective, immature way of asking for a turn. So once we promote that empathy, number four, we encourage communication. 
So communication, once we know each other's side, how can we, let's do a little do over role play. Maybe let's go back to the piano. And if you were to communicate assertively to your brother that you wanted to have a turn playing the piano, how would you have communicated it differently? And then have them practice. If they are old enough, they might not need extra help practicing. If they are you know, toddlers and preschoolers, you might need to give the words to them. Say this. Okay, let's practice. And it could be in a playful mode. You don't have to make discipline like this really, like everybody's feeling bad about themselves. This is causing shame and blame. No, this is a learning experience. And you can engage that moment in a playful manner as well. So number five. We already talked about understanding the root, number one, calming down emotions, number two, promoting empathy, number three, encouraging communication, number five is talking about boundaries. So boundaries, and this is something that we work with our clients as well, effective boundaries come from family values. So it, what are your family values that your boundaries are honoring? So, for example, in this case, would it be the value of effective communication? Would it be the value of kindness? Would it be the value of, of consideration and respect? Choose a, a value, a family value. We help our clients reveal, discover, and establish their family values in their home and then and then talk about it in this home we respect each other's space and what each person is doing so i'm plugging the the piano while the the brother while brother is playing is not respectful of his space so how can we respect his space how can we do this and still respect his space and that's how we communicate boundaries so next time, this is a really great tool that I talk about with my clients as well. The next time, instead of like, because you did this, this is going to happen to you. Instead of focusing on the past, let's focus on the future. Let's set up our children up for success. So in, for the future, if you need, to do something that your brother is doing or use something that your brother is using, how you are going to communicate that need while respecting the family value of respecting his space. And then have them give you their ideas. How I said, if they're old enough, they are going to give you their ideas. Maybe I could take a break. Maybe I could wait for my turn. Maybe I could do something else while I wait for my turn. Maybe we can come at an agreement and do it together, play piano together. My twins, they're amazing piano players and they're able to play together at the same time. I don't know how they do it amazingly. I don't know if this is a twin thing or what, but they're able to be coordinated enough to play a whole song and that sounds great together on the piano and then number six is collaborating 
towards the solutions, collaborating towards the solutions. Because discipline is, how I said, is not about stopping behavior. It's not about eliminating our child's way of communication because behavior is the way they're communicating a need. And if, we're, if we shut down behavior, we shut down communication. So it's not about shutting down behavior. It's about letting, know, letting them know, collaborating together so everybody can have their needs met. And so those are the six ways that I address sibling conflict Walking you through a real, very real scenario that happened with my twins. And I hope that helps you um, solve sibling conflict in your house as well, peacefully. If you have more than two children, maybe if you have four fighting at a time or three fighting at a time, what do you usually do to address sibling conflict? Let me know in the comments if you are watching this podcast episode from our YouTube channel. And if you're like, I want to have these six strategies in my pocket, you can go and, and grab our show notes, going to hicparenting.com. Yes, you go to hicparenting.com and you scroll down through our homepage and you will see our show notes there. If you've been a listener of our podcast, I encourage you to leave a review. Let us know how this podcast has helped you in your parenting. That helps us get to more parents. And so together we are able to heal our reactivity, our children's reactivity, break our cycle, create peaceful home environments, and raise our children in a loving, fun, peaceful home. Remember that it only takes understanding to break her cycle. And don't forget that I'm going to be today at 5.30 p.m. PST in Zoom, answering all your questions, coaching you directly. Sign up for free, open the description, and sign up. I'll see you next time.